young generation like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, half of this government are actually younger millions of the world. Right. We penetrate the cabinets. The change is not just happening. The change can be shaped by us. We have to prepare for a more angry world. How to prepare? Take the necessary action to create a fairer world. I see the need for a great reset. So people assume we are just going back to the good old world which we had and everything will be normal again. This is, uh, let's say, fiction. It will not happen. There is only one way this pandemic is going to go. It's going to get worse and worse and worse. The next crisis is already waiting for us around the corner. And it is the climate crisis. Salutations, my friends. Salutations. And thank you for tuning in to, I guess this would be what, 12, uh, 1301. 1301, season 13, episode one. I'm going to try to keep this thing going as long and as far as we can. If you're listening to this like a regular listener and you're wondering where the hell your one year went, Go back and listen to the previous episode. It'll be interspliced throughout the entirety of this season and more going forward. If you're wondering what happened, what's going down, why things feel the way they do, you know why. You know why and you can feel why. Let me do one quick uh, one quick mic test. We are always working on something over here. I'll tell you that. Always, always got something that we're doing, that we're working on. It's been a minute since we've used some of the some of the stuff, some of the toys. So you know, we're just trying to make sure that it all works properly. Uh, forgive us if it doesn't sound the way that it should. Obviously, it will over time. This is our returning transmission, so 
you know, just a just to give it a little bit of a brief rundown um, for people that don't want to go back and want to listen to what's happening now. I took a hardcore break, a hardcore, much needed reconfiguration and re uh, refocusing that lasted essentially a year. When I look at the, the, the last transmission we had, it says June 2nd or June 6, 2022. And good Lord, it feels like so much longer than that. I mean, that's that's not that long ago. It's like a year, but good Lord, we all know what can go down in a year. Um, and I've learned quite a lot of different business savvy techniques and strategies and things uh, in my absence, some of which will be discussed in this transmission, some of which will be expanded upon in future, um, you know, future spaces. But this is, this is simply us. <laughs> this is simply us getting reacquainted getting back into the groove of things. I have somewhat of a outline for how the show will go, um, but we all know how that can go. Train, trains get derailed every single day in Biden's America. So, you know, we have we have an idea of how the show will go. We have content and things we're gonna go over, um, you know, and, that, and that's it. I'll, I'll update you guys with the, the operation so far, some of the future plans I have. I'm just trying to knock the cobwebs off, man. I really am. I'm trying to knock the cobwebs off, get back into a good routine and a good flow. Uh, and at the same time, bring some of the good energy from some of the other work that I'm doing to the operation. That's one of the main reasons that why I had to start back is because I'm, again, I'm doing a lot of things both IRL, Web 2, uh, as well as in Web 3. And so there's a lot of different things that are happening and coming my way that I want to use the podcast as a vault and treasury and redoubt for. So I'm just trying to bring all that good energy back where it deserves, back where it belongs. So let's go ahead and start getting into things. Again, let me go ahead and just kind of try to do a show. Uh, it's not going to be like a four hour long, a four hour long transmission. We do have articles and things that we will be going over. Uh, but let me just update you guys real quick. It is August 10th, 2023. I'll be putting in the description bar for this transmission, the link to our Discord, so you can come get familiar. I've already started working on some stuff, uh, not, not any NFT or crypto related, uh, well, some crypto related stuff, but not NFT related. I'll put the link for the Discord in the description bar below, so you guys can jump in there, ask questions. If you scroll up in the chat, there's not a whole lot of people uh, there. So you'll get a lot of the alpha, you'll get a lot of the intel, a lot of the early things that we're working on. Uh, you know, for people that, again, don't want to do scrolling, they just want to listen. We've recently launched our treasury wallet. Uh, it's got $6 in there, which I'm very excited about. That's $6 that wasn't there last week. Uh, and what that means, the 75-25 split. Um, and I've, I've attached a couple things to this transmission and uh, in the telegram as well that will explain what the 75-25 split is. But it's essentially that. 75% of every single donation will go towards me. 25% will go towards the operation. Now that number is going to um, that, that number is not fixed. It is variable. It fluctuates. Uh, I think given the nature of what we will be doing now and in the future, we have to have a little bit of flexibility. So the 75-25 split is basically me taking donations from the operation and then putting or to, to, to the exclusive membership and then putting them into a treasury wallet that the people who become exclusive members are able to determine what they'd like to do with those funds. Um, the 75 is me, I can do whatever I would like. The 25 is to the operation. 
And so what this will form for us over time is a nice little nest egg and as well as operational costs. And one of the other reasons why I want to delegate some of that responsibility to the, the, the membership and the audience is because I've got other things I would like to do as well, but the team that will be driving the podcast and so much more will have their own directives and their own objectives. And we've got to figure out how to empower them um, collectively, right? And so the more people that end up joining the team, the greater the overall possibility uh, becomes. You know, it's, it's, it's essentially like a mind meld. You know, this is us talking about voting with our dollars, voting with our lifestyle, uh, but just continually having that discussion in parallel or alongside of everything else we're discussing. So I'm very excited to get that rolling. Uh, we have one of our exclusive members, Amy, here with us who actually joined up. I'm very excited to, to, to I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to, I'm very excited to do the work again, period. I'm very excited to nourish the relationships I, I had. I'm very excited to rekindle old, old flames. Um, I think that kind of qualifies as another, um, you know, as another update. I recently reached out to Cindy Ashby, um, Cindy Ashby of On the Wake Up Radio. We will be seeing if we'll have a, a, a Sunday slot over there for Fellowship and Freedom, 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. I've also reached out to a, other, a couple of other local individuals uh, to see if we can get some other things started as well. I, I, I love that one of the responses I received from people is great. What kind of activism are you involved in now? I said, fuck, man, the only activism I'm involved in is, you know, getting my baby to bed and making sure I can get to work on time. Good Lord, activism. Um, it's a scary word these days for, for a fat old man like me. That's how much stuff can happen in a year, but that's why you got to get back at it. So I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily rekindling old flames, but I'm putting out the feelers. I'm talking to people. We're starting the, the, the network back up, so to speak. Uh, so you're going to be seeing some pretty cool stuff coming out in the next couple of weeks and days. And I'm very excited by that. I really am. Uh, because that shows how many people are still in the fight. That shows how vast our, our, our network was um, and how much more work we have to do. So I'm very excited about these updates. Obviously, pay attention to the Discord, pay attention to the Telegram. We will begin to use Twitter as well uh, to communicate these messages to both the audience and eventually the holders. Uh, but, you know, again, guys, there's there's a lot of stuff that I have planned. And it's all going to be under the guise of just doing the podcast, of just getting the information out, of just having an open forum discussion about what the heck is happening. As you always hear me saying, vote with your dollars, vote with your lifestyle. This is me voting with my dollars and voting with my lifestyle in lifetime. And I hope that you would join us. So all that information that you guys are looking for is in the description bar below. I don't want to belabor it and beat a dead horse. So I'm going to go ahead and jump into the news. We're going to do a quick little news cruise, news blitz, and just kind of goes through, go through what's, what's hopping in the headlines. And then I pulled off uh, a couple of articles myself to discuss with you guys you know we may we may we may take back a break or something we may do something different you know if it gets kind of long in the tooth or we need like a quick room reset but you know for the most part it's a it's a standard transmission i'm not going to i'm not going to try and reinvent the wheel i'm not going to do anything crazy it's just a good old-fashioned session hanging with your boy freedom so kick back kick up a foot, listen to some lo-fi or some binaural beats, and let's really dive into what the heck is happening.
What's going on? Check it out right here, Zero Hedge. Another massive mystery fire strikes Moscow, this time just miles from Putin's residence. Let's take a look. They put this up August 10th. It says another explosion and fire has rocked Moscow in the overnight hours as a warehouse in Odenstavo, which lies west of Moscow, suffered reported explosions and was engulfed in flames. TASS stated that the size of the flame was 2,000 square meters, 21,500 square feet, as of around midnight Moscow time, and a large-scale emergency response is in progress. So the war in Ukraine between Ukraine and Russia still rages on, uh, but it looks like it's actually beginning to lose some steam. Let's continue on. Let's continue on. A uh, woman sets up, sets up camera for social media in bookstore and catches a man being very creepy behind her. You know, I've got a daughter now, right? I've got a daughter now. And I'll be like, shoot, shoot that MFR. Don't you play cute with some stranger. Shoot that man. Or at least stab him in the gut. Don't let this person make you feel uncomfortable in his life. In his life, uh, you know. But well, what that really shows too is that we're 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 seeing just uh, increased sexual degeneracy, uh, the restrainer discipline, and things like this being just thrown out the window. You know, I I, I kind of want to read it, but at the same time, I don't. Let's continue on. Biden asks Congress for an additional $24 billion to spend on the Ukraine war. That's where your hard paying tax dollars are going if you pay taxes and you're into that type of thing. And you believe that this guy is, you know, the most popular president in U.S. history. <laughs> Burisma told to remove Joe Biden's picture from website after lawyer freaked out. So there's that connection uh, with Biden's working with Burisma and all the other sketchy things that go on with them. I mean, the guy's a straight scumbag. You know, the whole family is a bunch of freaking dirtbags. Realize too, guys, this is what, like, that whole family, that scumbag family is why we lost the Instagram page. You can go back and go look, the, look at the pages, or look at the page on, on, on Fedbook. Our last posts are of that crackhead. That crackhead called uh, Hunter Biden. Look at, like, a, just being a degenerate piece of garbage. You know, we lost the page because we were covering the truth of this guy. And talking about how much of a degenerate and a windbag and a scumbag he is for years doesn't change things. If anything, it shows how degenerate we've become and we could become allowing this person to have so much influence in our life. So yeah, he's a scumbag. Big surprise there. Let's check this out. Uh, who? Climate change might require vaccinating populations against migrating mosquitoes. After the past couple of years that we've had with the World Health Organization, the idea of them vaccinating anything should terrify everyone. Look at this right here is written by the counter signal. They put this up August 10th. It says that a World Health Organization official suggested that mass vaccination might be required to combat mosquito-borne illnesses as the infected insects migrate to new countries due to climate change. Couldn't be because of people like Bill Gates genetically modifying them. No way. Uh, Dr. Maria Van Kerhove, 
the World Health Organization's technical lead for COVID-19, made the comments at a recent press conference. Quote, a lot of this is also about other uses of tools that exist, she said. Quote, in instances where we have interventions like medical interventions, therapeutics, or vaccines, depending on the pathogen, we need to be able to prepare for that. They put, looks like there's a, a tweet from a Dr. Li Ming Yang. They put up August 9th. Says my ex boss Malik Pari, a Pyrus at HKU is is very influential in the Asia Pasteur Institutes. By the way, Maria Van Kerkhoff, the technical lead of COVID nineteen response and the head of emerging diseases and zoonosis unit at WHO, quote, worked as an epidemiologist at the Institute Pasteur, sitting next to the World Health Organization's Director General Tedros Adhanom Abrasius. Van Kerkhove further said that countries need to, quote, look at how the changes in climate change and the dynamics of spillover and amplification are changing and prepare for that. As for Gabrasius, he said that COVID-19 is no longer an emergency, but it's still risk, but its risk is still high. He also whined that many countries are no longer reporting their COVID data to the WHO. In the past month, he said only 25% of countries and territories have reported COVID-19 deaths to the WHO a decline from the previous reporting percentages. You guys, get, you guys get where it's going right there, right? That's what's coming next, the aliens. The aliens, the climate change, right? Oh, we, we the climate lockdowns, we scared you because of a virus. Now we're going to get you because of some sunny weather. No, you're not going to grow a backbone. No, you're not. <laughs> and I, I'm sorry, I can't, I, I, I can't help but find that funny that COVID-19 could be killed with you know, sunlight, UV. And now they're gonna come kill us with weather modification. There's some kind of joke somewhere. There's some kind of evil synchronicity there somewhere. Oh man. But I guess, you know, if you're, if you're stupid and not paying attention, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, but the World Health Organization says that climate change might require vaccinating populations against migrating mosquitoes. We have more about vaccinating the population coming up. Just keep an eye on that. And like, you know, it's, 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 that's how these people operate. That's how these people operate. It's meant to destroy you. It's meant to weaken you. It's meant to make you not really question or think about reality, but yeah, sure. Roll up my sleeve. Let's do it. Why would I not? Food prices are crazy high now but they will soon go a lot higher. You guys may have been noticing this in your pocket, just how, just how crazy uh, inflation's getting and how, you know, it's not even about the supply chain and shortages. Now it's about inflation and whether or not we can cost these type of, uh, pay for these type of things. It's incredible, Incre incredible. Moving on, uh, former Christian school teacher groomed the female student said she would kill herself if the victim revealed sexual abuse. Let's listen to this. There, it looks like there's a clip, is there? Let's listen. A teacher has been arrested for sexual conduct with a student. We're learning 35-year-old Caitlin Glover was taken into custody Wednesday. Police reports say it was actually a former student who reported last summer she was in a four-year relationship with Glover from 2017 to 2021 while she was Glover's student. Glover denies the allegation. It's important to note that the report does not name a school or indicate whether Glover was a CCSD teacher. Jeez. 
Well, well, the teachers abuse. The, the sad part is, like, what is, what about this story caught our attention? Was it the fact that it was a Christian school? Was it the fact that the teacher groomed herself or groomed a female student on some lesbian stuff? Or is it the fact that she said she would kill herself because she sexually abused a child? Like, what about this story made us slow down and say, let's let's at least look at the clip? There's a heck of a lot of stuff going on here. Heck of a lot of stuff going on here. You break it down. What part of this sounds like off the wall to you? You say flag on the play, say all of it, man. This is insane. But the sad part is, this is what happens when you let pedophiles around your children. This is what happens when you rave a rainbow everywhere. Is, is, this, is this sexual abuse? We're in such a sick satanic world these days. They'll say, oh, well, the child wanted it. You know, or you gotta, or you, or you gotta be open-minded or tolerant, right? Or she might be a what's it called? She might be a a minor attracted person. That's how jacked up things are right now. You understand? Things are getting wild out there. Let's continue on. Uh, this could be very interesting to take a, a, a quick uh, quick dive at. Karen Kingston reveals how you can stop Pfizer and their bioweapon injections. I hope it's just like a very impassionate rant about uh, how long is this? Do we have time for this? Or, or check again, again, again. It's like an hour. You guys go find that over there at uh, the Sons of Liberty Media by Tim Brown. They, were in, they wrote this uh, August 10th. Karen Kingston has absolutely been killing it whenever it comes to exposing Pfizer and everything they've been doing. Would highly recommend you guys to take a look at the work she's done. Would highly recommend it. Uh, she's she's exposed the she's exposed the bioweapon injections. Uh, she's really exposed the graphene oxide. She's exposed a lot of stuff that's going on in there. The patent numbers, uh, you know how you can go up to people and see their MAC address that they've admitted. It's 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 pretty intense. Uh, keep an eye on Karen Kington. Pray for her as well. Continue on. Former inmate awarded $2.5 million in a settlement after gouging out both eyeballs during a schizophrenic episode inside jail. Did you not? So he's given money because he gouged out his eyeball in a schizophrenic episode in jail. Interesting. Uh, police body cam footage video shows Atlanta cop making football tackle on shoplifter accused of stealing big screen TVs from Target. There's more thefts, more thefts. Teen reportedly punches Walgreens workers who's in her 60s after knocking video, knocking victim to ground in front of a store. We'll be talking about this next one uh, later. Colleges are scrambling to chat GPT proof classes some report some prefer some professors report dozens of cheating students. Heck yeah, man! I remember just you know, just the other week whenever we were traveling, we were in I think like Indiana, getting some Shake Shack. I talked to some kids there. I'm like, man, you guys are lucky. We were at the airport. We got stuck there. Got some Shake Shack. Try to eat my feelings away. Talk to the kids there, talking about you know how they use ChatGPT for their essays and whatnot, and how man, that's the only thing carrying them. These kids don't know nothing. Chat, B, Chat GPT does. 
And again, we'll talk more about that in later on in the transmission. And how like these are the NPCs, you understand? These are the people who don't know how to think for themselves and how truly dangerous and scary that is. Right here, CBDCs, the ultimate tool of financial intrusion. We'll talk more about that later on as well. It's, it's just getting wild out there. Um, getting wild out there. Let's continue on. Lady Gaga's dad says migrants have taken over New York City neighborhood, causing mayhem. Mayhem calls the city's response to crisis a joke. I wouldn't doubt it. Cops are something else these days. Uh, they will they will text you before they arrive instead when you call nine one one. Kid you not. Uh, it's happened to me. Uh, Texas school district offers a free shuttle to raunchy LGBTQ plus parade, encourages students to wear pride costumes. Like, uh, yeah. again, I got a daughter. We're, you're going to hear some pretty crazy stuff come out of me. This stuff comes around her. You understand? You keep your shit away from my child. You keep your degeneracy, you keep your perversion, you keep your wickedness, you keep your unholiness, your uncleanness away from the purity and the innocence. You keep it away. It's that simple. You entertain that. You're an adversary. You're a victim. You're like, it's just, a, just like with that Christian school teacher, okay? She probably had it done to her. She's going to do it to somebody else. I will not let my daughter be another statistic or a part of some sick satanic play. I will end an MFR's existence before that happens. Let's continue on. Uh, you end up, oh, see, here it is. <laughs> there it is. Look at this. I think we talk about this later on. There's the article for people over there at the Blaze. It's written by Courtney Well, uh, where she talks about the Texas school district that's offering the free shuttle to the, the, the LGBTQ P plus parade. But uh, we'll be talking more about this later on. The UN declares Christians who don't accept pedophiles will be removed from society. Yeah, because in, in, in the world they're trying to create, that's why these go these really do go hand in hand. In the world they're trying to create, they want everybody to be polyamorous. They don't want families. The ultimate communist goal, the destruction of the nuclear family. It's, a, it's one of Black Lives Matter's stated goals on their website. This is This is what they want. You see, when you're able to when you're able to destroy the family, when you're able to destroy the very foundation of an individual's identity and existence, when you're able to get rid of that, their entire future is like putty, like Play-Doh in your hand. You can control and turn this person into anything they want to. They don't have a point of reference. And that's what this is. You see, Christians, the church, Religion, it means religare, to control, to regulate, to pull back. The restrainer, that's what Christians are supposed to be, the salt of the earth. The restrainers, them saying, we want to remove the Christians. We want to remove the restraint. We want to have access to the children. We want to take over the future now. And the children are the only thing that stand in the way of this. That's why these sick, satanic, degenerate, wicked pedophiles have to come out. They have to chase our children. They don't have anything else. And the more tolerant that you are with this ideology, 
is the more willing you are to let evil become your compass. So yeah, now we'll, we'll talk more about this later on. Let us continue on. Ecuador's outspoken anti-narco presidential candidate assassinated in broad daylight. We've got the video for you guys as well. Play that too. U.S. credit card debt tops $1 trillion. There's that inflation. <laughs> there it is. And so that's what they're doing. They're just going to break the monetary system. They're going to for real break the bank. They don't care. The system's been broken. And that's what they want. That's what they want. Look at this right here. Right, what's right underneath it? Chicago spent more than $120 million on illegals, but won't say where the money went. Where's the money? Where's the illegals? Why are we printing money and giving it to Ukraine? When we're talking about barely being able to afford eggs and milk. They want you crippled. These are the austerity measures. They want us weak. So we can run to the UN, the IMF, the WEF, and these other lenders, these other bankers to be given money. You see, don't you see, can't you feel Joe Biden just like hollowing America out? Shoveling it up his son's up his son's nose. You understand? That's why they called out the White House the other day with the whole cocaine situation. Because they're, they're trying to say this is getting out of control. Because you have a cokehead in the White House. You have a you 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 have a traitor. You have a bought and paid for documented traitor in office. We are an occupied nation. So of course, of course, of course these guys are going to cause as much damage on the way out. Of course, because that's the plan. Weaponization of food goes into high gear, eating insects for dinner. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Autistic girl arrested after saying officer who looks like a lesbian. I bet that is a, uh, I bet that's a, I bet that's interesting. I'll just leave it there. I bet that's extraordinarily interesting. Um, hottest summer in the history of Texas developing. Let's get a couple more of these and then we will take a quick little room reset break jump into some of the other articles I've pulled aside for you guys. 17% uh, of Americans regularly smoke weed. I wouldn't doubt it, that number increased. Uh, Planned Parenthood and LCU, ACLU fighting against California banning child marriages. There it is again. We want access to your children. And I just can't help but think I just can't help but think of Sodom and Gomorrah, where you have an adolescent girl that is offered to basically a pack of men, a gang of men, but these wicked degenerate men are so perverse that they want to go after more handsome faring men. They don't want this prepubescent child, this girl. They want the they, they want these handsome men. You know, when you study the Bible. And you just try to project yourself in those times and you think about like what 
what, what would cause a person to do this? You know, like we're talking about immigrants and migrants, right? Well, didn't Jesus and Mary also flee? What would cause a person to flee? What would cause a person to become a migrant? What conditions would they be leaving to where being on the road, traveling to an unknown des destination is, is, is a better option than staying there? Right? But that's, that's, that's what's happening right now. They're bringing their chaos with them. I don't know where I was going with that, honestly. Uh, researchers hint at links between babies' microbiome and brain development. We'll be talking about that as well. Obviously, how it points to what's going on with the vaccine and telling pregnant women to go get, get jabbed up uh, and how crazy that's become now. It's, it's, a, it's a full frontal assault on common sense. It's a full frontal assault on everything that is decent everything that is wholesome, everything that is natural, right? The whole point behind a lot of this stuff is to make us unnatural, make us wicked, make us satanic, make us, 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 us degenerate so that we could, like this is, this is the whole crux of the transhumanist goal, to make us weak, broken, and destitute, and to think that we need technology in order to be whole whenever it was technology that did this to us. And now you see them rushing like the dickens to try to get the technology in us while we are crippled, while we are feeble, while we are sickened. Is, does, does any of this sound like the work of people that have the best intentions for you? So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be trying to get into even more of the content, even more of the news. I'm going to try to sound a little bit more professional, a little bit more back in, <laughs> in the flow of things. Man, this stuff is hard and fun at the same time. Um, it's like making love, you know? <laughs> it's like making love. I think that's the easiest way to describe it. Uh, I've got no cool updates and things to kind of go into the break with. Like I said, you guys can look in the description bar below for the link to the Discord. Pay attention to the Telegram as well as the, the Twitter. I launched a new Twitter as well for 3RA. I'll put the link for that there. And guys, like, we're, like I said, we're, we're just getting started. We're trying to get back into the groove of things. There's, there's, there's no guarantees, right? We're just trying to do the work, we're trying to be present. We're trying to contribute. And who knows where it'll go from there, but we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about this and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction. And we'll be right back right after this.
I still can't get over that. Oh man, the epoch is rising. Choose your destiny, Western man. Oh man, you know I, it, it's crazy because like I, I attribute my break to that being like a break, like getting refocused, because I'm just not not not, not necessarily exhausted. Like I don't, I don't know. Like I don't, you know, in overdrive, like being pushed to the edge, being pushed to like the the limits. Like I was limit breaking for sure. Like very, I am limit breaking. But I described the time that I wasn't doing the podcast as like on a break because, you know, like I know what I'm here to do. I know the type of work that I'm I'm, I'm capable of. I know the type of person that God has shaped me into. I know what like my purpose here is. Uh, yeah, it's hard. And I've never really felt disillusioned. I may have felt like disheartened. And I think I was saying that before, you know, I'll never give up, but I might give out like a, like a horse that's racing. They're, they're going to finish that race literally if it kills them. They're not, they're, they're, they're not going to give out or they're not going to give in. Their heart might give out. It might explode, but they physically will not give in. And that's how I feel. I've never really been disillusioned. I'm trying to figure out how to get the nourishment or how to get that second wind to keep it going. But the, the, the clip right there that you listened to before this break was the epoch is rising. Choose your path, Western man. Many people feel disillusioned. Many people feel disheartened. Many people are confused and they have rights to be so. Things are crazy. They don't know up from down. I'm, and, I'm, and, and it's sad. I've met some people this week to where I'm, I'm wondering, you know, what the hell? One of them's from California, and I swear the kid's a freaking alien. You know, um, 17 years old, never had chicken filet. You know, eating, eating food that his parents made with, with, with gloves on. You know, I'm, I'm wondering <laughs> what the heck is going on. Um, but you know, when I, when I say that people are disillusioned and they're disheartened and they're confused and they're scared and they don't know what's going on, well, that's, that's the fear talking. That can all be remedied with truth. That can all be remedied with courage. That can all be remedied if you're closer to God and you're not closer to this world, because the closer you get to this world, the more it doesn't make sense. But the closer you leave this world and you get closer to God, it all makes sense. It, it's like, oh, well, the hand, the world is in the hands of the evil one. And, and this is why they have systematically removed the Bible from churches. You all know how I feel about communist China and how they feel towards Christians. This is what happens whenever they, again, remove the restrainer. When they remove religion, when they remove these Christians. When they remove people trying to be good, when they remove people trying to get closer to God, because guess what? All these people, pedophiles and these Satanists, they think they're good people too. What do you think? Who do you think they worship? What do you think they pray for? And these are these are this isn't me being facetious. This is legitimate stuff people need to think about. Let's jump into some of the articles that I've pulled aside. For you amazing people, look at this right here. Fauci lied, children died. CDC report 
confirms hundreds of thousands of kids died suddenly after the vaccine rollout. This came out today from News or the People's Voice. They put this up uh, August 10th. It's by Sean Tabatabatabi. And it says that the CDC has quietly released a new report confirming what independent journalists have been warning for years. The sharp increase in children's deaths is a direct result of the COVID vaccine rollout. The disturbing report reveals that over a half a million children and young adults died within a year being injected with the toxic mRNA jabs. ExposedNews.com reports that the CDC report should spark widespread outrage and be on the front page of every single newspaper. But instead, it has been and will continue to be met with a deafening silence. Despite the staggering death toll, the report will be buried and swept under the carpet. The mainstream media consumed with, consumed with working overtime to distract the public with propaganda on the war in Ukraine, alleged climate change, and the cost of living crisis has paid and will pay no attention to the devastating consequences of Dr. Fauci's deception. The public will continue to be kept in the dark and the U.S. government will quickly move to cover up its own involvement in the tragedy, with Dr. Fauci quietly announcing his retirement in August 2022. It's all business as usual and simply just another day at the office, but it is also a shocking failure of transparency and accountability and the people and the people of the United States should be forever haunted by the lives lost due to the COVID-19 vaccine scandal. Compared to other countries, the U.S. government has been terrible at publishing relevant and up-to-date data, allowing us to analyze the consequences of rolling out the COVID-19 injections. However, we have finally managed to stumble upon it thanks to the institution known as the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. The OEC is an intergovernmental organization with 38 member countries founded in 1961 to stimulate economic progress and world trade. And for some reason, they host a wealth of data on excess deaths. Find it on the link there. The following chart has been created using figures found in the OEC database, figures that have been provided to the OEC by the, by the CDC. And it shows excess deaths among children and young adults aged zero to 44 across the US by week in 2020 and 2021. Yeesh. There it is. There's that big old death spike. Look at this. They just treat, they killed people. Look at this. And I can, I can read a little bit more about this, but you guys get the point. A CDC report has confirmed that thousands of kids have died suddenly after the vaccine rollout. I pray to God, none of you have had to experience this. I pray to God, none of you have seen this, have experienced this. In your own life, but the sad part is, is, is we are we are considering it lucky if people just got the shot and didn't die. Like, and, and we have no idea the damaging lifelong effects that even that's going to have. This is like, this is insane though, because they're still giving out the shots. They're still rolling these things up. They're still killing people. They're still harming, maiming mutating and force evolving people with these shots don't ever get it twisted just because they're not talking about it doesn't mean that it's not happening it might have us distracted over here with oh ukraine you know oh you know uh, inflation oh you know this that and the third they're killing us the decision has been made to kill us that there will be no other humans in this technocracy only transhumans 
And notice how as they try to destroy the money, as they kill the money, oh, well, here come the CBDCs. Here comes WorldCoin. Here comes this ability for you to give over your humanity entirely. Let's continue on right here. Biden DOJ fines Musk $350,000 after he refuses to give them access to Trump's Twitter. Newly released court documents reveal that the federal prosecutors obtained a warrant for Donald Trump's Twitter account in January, but Twitter, under owner Elon Musk, refused to hand over the information. Now, does this make Elon Musk look avant-garde? Does this make Elon Musk look like he's, he's for free speech? Or did Elon Musk pay $350,000 $350, for a PR stunt? Or did he just pay $350,000 for, for an ad campaign? $350,000 for an ad campaign. That's a small price to pay to say, well, I didn't allow the US government access to Trump's Twitter. Think about the clout that he bought with that $350,000. You see how this works right here? So me, I see this as propaganda. Like that, that's, that's where my head is at. I see this as propaganda. He, they already have the information. This is just to make it look like, again, it's a PR stunt. Like Elon Musk is one of us. Do we need to, do we need to know anymore? Let's move forward. Putin building a conservative village for Americans who want to escape the liberal ideology in the U.S. This one comes from Baxter Dimitri over here at the People's Voice. They put this up August 10th. It says the Russian government is building a village outside of Moscow for conservative-minded Americans and Canadians who want to escape the, quote, propaganda of radical leftist values in North America, according to the Russian state-run news outlet, Ria Novosti. I hope it wasn't the place that was just shelled. It says Russia has for years positioned itself as a bastion of traditional values based on European and Christian heritage in contrast with godless and decadent Western liberalism. And now North Americans wishing to raise their children in a traditional society will be able to do so. Timur, oh man, I'm going to butcher this. Timur Beslangorov, Beslangorov, a migration lawyer at Moscow's Vista Foreign Business Support, said that, quote, around 200 families with conservative values wish to immigrate from Russia for ideological reasons. Many more are expected to apply for the right to immigrate. Good news of the plan begins to spread. The reason, is, the reason is propaganda of radical leftist values. Today, they have 70 genders, and who knows what will come next. Maria Novosti quoted Beslangorov as saying, echoing President Vladimir Putin's oft-deployed grievances against Western countries, Western countries is politically correct, gender madness. That was a could have been a well-crowded, better-crafted sentence. Quote, many people, in, many normal people immigrate and are considering Russia, but they are faced with huge bureaucratic problems with Russia's migration law. He said that the Moscow region administration has greenlit the construction of the expat village and that it will be financed by the relocating families. The lawyer further claimed that, quote, tens of thousands of North Americans without Russian roots would like to move to Russia for similar ideological reasons. Construction of a migrant village for, for Americans and Canadians has not yet been publicly announced by officials. Now, why do I find this interesting? 
villages. She ain't treating no villages, man. Well, and I think about this because remember, Trump said he was also going to create cities. And then you've got, you know, you've got all these people trying to create cities and villages. And in my dystopian mind, I can't help but think, are these just more evolved FEMA camps? You know, like I'm black, right? So I think, oh man, everything's racist. Well, you know, is that a plantation? Is Putin, is Putin building a conservative plantation? Has, has, has he tricked Americans to come work for him? But that's how my mind works, right? I, I do see this as a good thing, right? Because you do have a lot of people ex, uh, expatriating, getting over the American government saying, hey, we're gonna go someplace else, someplace else. You know, move into South America, move into Russia, move into uh, Germany, move into uh, all over. We've, we've covered that. Um, before the show, you know, where people are actually moving because of what's taking place. Um, so, you know, this isn't anything new, but for this to be somewhat of a mainstream news type of thing, even though it hasn't been discussed, it shows you again as well, how many people are leaving. Um, now, the, the, another argument to this as well is, are these actual American citizens or were these Russian citizens that, you know, came over and defected and did the whole spy thing? So there's a lot of ways to pick this apart. I think the best way to pick it apart is to say, hey, this is a good thing. We're having some type of diplomatic relations between Russia take place. Um, we're seeing this take place all over where people are just giving up their, their, their American citizenship because of this administration. You know, and, 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 I, and I've got to say this because we're, gonna, we're moving over to a different uh, news outlet. We're moving over here to Activist Post where they talk about how human DNA can be controlled with electrical signals from wearable devices. There's, there's not, there's not going to be, as you probably guessed by now, there's not going to be a typical uh, segmented transmission where, you know, for one segment, we're talking about COVID. The next segment, we're talking about the economy. And the final segment, we're talking about some crazy, supernatural, paranormal, conspiratorial type stuff. We're just going to, in, in, in these earlier transmissions, until we start getting a better order flow of content and a better organization, we're just going to kind of free flow it. Uh, you know, we're going to kind of address the topics as they come up. Um, you know, instead of having condensed, focused, uh, drill drilling episodes. So, you know, I, I hope you guys are enjoying the format and the way that we're kind of covering uh, the content. We will, again, we will get back to our normal, regular flow uh, in the future. This is this is simply just us knocking off the cobwebs. Uh, but an article from Max Lavo over here at Activist Post, they put this up August 9th, says human DNA can be controlled with electrical signals from wearable devices. Again, this is the transhumanist tech, this is the transhumanist takeover, okay? That's, that's why I'm a dirty human being for wanting to have children because I believe God created us in his image and gave us a man and a female so that we could repopulate the earth. No, 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 no. In the transhumanist world, okay? You can be augmented, you can be modified, you can be mutated, you can be edited, you can do whatever you want. There aren't two genders, we'll make as many as we want. Getting into the article, it says, in what is being described as a quote, great leap forward by scientists, it's been discovered that human DNA can be controlled by electrical signals. Researchers have successfully triggered human cells in one test participant to produce more insulin. This research could allow human genes to be controlled by wearable electronic devices. 
This research represents, quote, the missing link that will enable wearables to control genes in the not so distant future, researchers say. According to a, to a report by Vice, in this novel experiment, researchers were able to trigger insulin production in human cells by sending electrical currents through a, quote, electrogenic interface that activates targeted genes. Future applications of this interface could be developed to deliver therapeutic doses to treat a wide range of conditions, including diabetes, by directly controlling human, a, human DNA with electricity. Let's pause right there. Let's pause right there. What are these people saying? They're saying, we got you. We got you. We figured you out. We got your DNA. And I know that probably does sound crazy. We got your DNA. If you don't think they have some type of satellite body scanning facial recognition technology that's able just to see your DNA, you're foolish. But what? But, 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 let's really expand on this. This is again a part of that transhumanist future where where nothing is normal, where they revel in the idea of, of, of modifying things, of editing things, of changing things, of controlling things. What is this really saying? You better pray to God you don't have any of that graphene oxide inside you. You better not let these people control you with electrical signals. We've already talked about remote mind control. Now this is a this is this is this is like a hundred x, a hundred times more worse than remote mind control. This is genetic control, electrogenic control, where they're able to change your DNA with signals. This is what's going to happen. They're going to create more fragmented parts of humanity. We're going to have the goblins. We're going to have the trolls. We're going to have the centaurs, the minotaurs, the chimeras. We're going to have all these strange people. And I remember I, I said this in the Discord as well to Jensen. That's what this whole transgender thing is. It's the, it's the leapfrog into transhumanism. It's where it's like a reverse fallen angels, Nephilim type situation. Where instead of the Nephilim coming down into earth, polluting humanity with their transgressions, mating with women having their way with animals, we're doing it backwards. We're forcing ourselves into this transhumanist creation, this creation, this, this, this hellscape that they're creating and manifesting. What type of spirits do you think inhabit those bodies? Let me get back into this article over here. It says scientists led by Jinbo Huang, a molecular biologist at the, e, at the ETH Zurich, have invented a battery-powered interface that they call, quote, the Direct Current Actuated Regulation Technology, or DART, that can trigger specific gene responses with an electrical current. Huang and his colleagues describe the device as a, quote, leap forward, representing the missing link that will enable wearables to control genes in the not-so-distant future, according to a study published on Monday in Nature. Quote, Electronic and biological systems function in radically different ways and are largely incompatible due to the lack of functional communication interface, the team said in the study. While biological systems are analog, pro programmed by genetics, updated slowly by evolution, and controlled by ions flowing through insulated membranes, electronic systems are digital, programmed by readily updatable software and controlled by electrons flowing through insulated wires. Quote, 
electrogenetic interfaces that would enable electronic devices to control gene expression remain the missing link in the, in the path to full compatibility and interoperability of the electronic and genetic worlds, the researchers added. This same group of researchers at ETH Zurich had originally demonstrated that genes could be electronically, electrically activated as part of a study published in 2020. This seems to be the perfect way to control humans and shut them down when they step out of line. It fits perfectly with the agenda. Now imagine this. You're controlling genes with electrical signals. Imagine this. Like, this is just how they kill you. They just shoot this little dart at you. First, they shut your bank account down. Oh, you liked one of my posts? Can't have that. Delete. We're going to just delete this man's bank account because we're in the, bar, the, meat, the, the beast system with the mark of the beast technology, cash to society. Let's just delete this man's bank account so we'll torture him before we actually shoot the dart to turn his genes off. That's how these people, they, that, that's how these people are going to operate. They just want to be able to shut you off, shut you down. And that's the whole reasoning behind getting us on this electronic grid or this electrical grid. There's so much more than this going on here. I wish, I wish we had the, the, the time to really break this down. Because in a weird way, they're also saying that our DNA is an expression, in a weird way, of our environment, of our electrical surroundings. And that we actually could activate other parts of our DNA by interfacing with our reality, interfacing with our environment. Using electrical signal, using electrical electrical signals to become either smarter, stronger, better, more patient, you name it, or to induce even a hypnagogic state or some type of, 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 of you know trance-like state or an even out-of-body type state. Humans are electrical beings, spiritual beings having a human experience. There's so much more good that could come with this, but in this fallen, wicked, degenerate, satanist world. Of course, they're going to use a good energy for something evil. Truly disgusting. Truly disgusting. Speaking of disgusting, speaking of, weak, of wickedness, speaking of altering humans, the World Health Organization has called for the genetically modifying humans so they can so they become allergic to meat. Another article by uh, your by by the People's Voice. They put this up. August 9th, it's by Sean Anatolabi. It says that the World Economic Forum has called for governments to genetically modify citizens so that they become, quote, allergic to consuming meat as part of a plan to fight global boiling. Because they've 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 gone from climate change, global warming, you know, to, to climate crisis to global boiling. They've 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 amped it up. And so how many vegans? Do you think they're going to take are, are going to jump at this? How are we to the point now to where we can start talking about modifying human beings? This has gone out of it, it's it's out of control. There's no it's no more. You will eat the bugs. They're literally making sure that you have to eat the bugs in order to survive. And we're here now. You, you this is the real racism. You have pure-blooded humans saying we're going to modify the rest of society to be genetically inferior. What will you create then? Let's read a little bit of this. It says, hey, according to a newly resurfaced video, a World Economic 
forum bio, bio ethicist called for human beings to be genetically engineered to become much smaller in size and completely meat intolerant. We covered this before in the past. Eating meat under the World Economic Forum's plan would result in a person becoming violently ill or even dying. During a lecture at the 2016 World Science Festival, Dr. Matthew Liao, director of the College of Global Public Health's Center for Bioethics at New York University, outlined his despotic vision of genetically modifying humans in the name of saving the planet. Quote, people eat too much meat, and if they were to cut down on their consumption on meat, then it would actually really help the planet. So there it is. You've heard that before, you dirty freaking human. Stop eating meat. Stop being human. Stop being alive. Stop having soul. Just die. Eat bugs. Play in metaverse. Okay, so I'll give you two examples. So one is that uh, people eat too much meat, right? And if they were to cut down on their consumption on meat, then they would, uh, it would actually really help the planet. Uh, but people are not willing to give up meat. Yeah, you know, some people will be willing to, but other people, they may be willing to, but they sort of, they have a weakness of will. They say, wow, this, this steak is just too juicy. I can't do it. I'm one of those, by the way. So, you know, but so here's the thought, right? So it turns out that we know a lot about, so there, we have these intolerance to, uh, so I, for example, I have milk intolerance. I'm, uh, and there, some people are intolerant to crayfish. So possibly we can use hu human engineering to make it the case that we're intolerant to certain kinds of meat, to certain kinds of bovine, uh, bovine proteins. And there's actually analogs of this in life. There's this thing called the long star tick, where if it bites you, you will become allergic to meat. Uh, I can sort of describe the mechanism. So that's something that we can do through human engineering. We can kind of uh, ad possibly address really big world problems through human engineering. Another. Thanks, Doc. I appreciate that. I appreciate you letting me know where you stand on, on in history. There it is. What did he say? What did this guy say? I'm allergic to like milk. This guy would hate my whole life. I love steak. I love cheese. I love carne asada fries. I love enchiladas. I love it greasy. The greasier, the better, man. Give it to me. And so they don't want that. Because I can tell you, I've met some kids whose parents didn't give them grease and oil and meat and fat and stuff like that, who tried this whole plant-based nonsense. The kid's special. And they know that. And they know that. And they didn't listen. And we tried to tell them. We've told them. Give the kid bacon. Give him meat. Give him some grease. Give him some pasta. Give him, give him something. But there's legitimately, like, I forget, I forget what it's called. I'll go back and try to see if I can either find the article or find the document. But there is actual evidence that meat gives off a fat, and I forget what the hormone is, but that it actually works in tandem with your brain. And when you take it, when you eat meat, you're actually like helping the development of your brain. It's a good thing for humans to eat meat. I don't know. I know where this is coming from, right? To where they make it edgy, avant-garde, edgelord, and super cool for you to not eat meat and be some like vegan freak. That's actually very unhealthy for you. Think about how many times we've talked about children basically coming, being, being, being taken from parents because they're trying this whole vegan nonsense. It's child abuse. You cut that crap out. This guy over here trying to normalize that is even worse. Right? And so, I don't know, man. It, it, I feel like you lose the argument if you're saying you're going to genetically modify people. We're completely removing the option in the discussion of choice, free will, and you're saying, I'm going to remove that option for you entirely. 
And that's so crazy to me because that's the kind of power that these people have over your future. And they don't even know that they have that power. And if they do know they have their power like that, they're, they're, they're using it very cleverly. I'll tell you that. They're using it very, very cleverly. Let's continue on uh, covering some of the content right here. Look at this. Tap water across America found to contain cancer-causing arsenic. Another one by Sean under the lobby over here at the People's Voice. They put this up August 9th. It says tap water across America has been found to contain deadly levels of arsenic, according to a report by the Environmental Working Group. While we previously reported that PFAS, quote, forever, forever chemicals were detected in America's water supply, it cannot be overlooked that arsenic, a metal naturally found in the Earth's crust, is also deadly to humans. Newstarget.com reports that, particularly in the American Southwest, arsenic-contaminated water is a serious issue that is only being made worse by pesticide use on crops and industrial processes like cement manufacturing, both of which leave behind toxic residue in groundwater used for drinking. Prolonged exposure to arsenic is found to damage DNA, which in turn can lead to cancer. Arsenic is also linked to the immune system dysregulation, high blood pressure, and heart disease. Researchers at Florida International University in Miami warn that arsenic contamination is not getting nearly enough attention as PFAS, according, uh, despite it posing a similar health risk. Quote, since many countries are still affected by high levels of arsenic, we believe arsenic exposure is a global health, public health issue that requires urgent action. FIU scientists say, quote, people who live in areas with naturally high levels of arsenic in the soil and water are at particular risk. In the U.S., for example, that includes regions in the Southwest, such as Arizona, Nevada, you guessed it, New Mexico. Bottled water is often contaminated with arsenic. So there you guys have it. My tap water contains <laughs> cancer-causing arsenic. High levels of it will damage my DNA and give me cancer. And I do also drink some bottled water, so I'm just, I'm, I'm, I can't get out of it drink rainwater every now and then too, but I, I, can't, I can't get out of it. They're trying to kill us. Best thing you can do is take care of yourself. Remove away from the system. Be as detached as you can. Just more evidence of the wrong doing. Look at this climate fanatic. More climate fanatic wants Biden to declare, quote, climate emergency, making himself dictator over America. Look at that bozo. Look at this guy. What a clown and a creepy one. What is this? This is, uh, this is by Ethan Huff over here at Natural News. They put this up August 8th. This is climate scientist Peter Kalmus from NASA's Jet Propulsion Lab has written a piece for The Guardian calling on fake President Joe Biden to immediately declare a climate emergency. According to Kalmus, the world has now, quote, passed into a ferocious new phase of global heating with much worse to come. And the only solution is for Biden to assume dictatorial powers even more severe than the one Donald Trump assumed while he acted as president during the Wuhan coronavirus pandemic. Quote, I'm terrified by what's being done to our planet, Calmus writes. Quote, I'm almost fighting to, I'm also fighting to stop it. You too should be afraid while also taking the strongest actions you can take. Quote, there has never been a summer like this in recorded history. Shocking ocean heat, deadly land heat unprecedented fires and smoke, sea ice melting faster than we've seen or ever thought possible, 
Thomas adds, noting that he has, quote, dreaded this depth of earth breakdown for almost two decades. And Calmus, oh man, it says, quote, in Calmus's view, the primary culprit in global heating, as he calls it, is the continued burning of fossil fuels, which are just earth-based fuels naturally produced by the planet for earth's benefit. Mm -hmm, that's true. In Calmus's deranged world, fossil fuels are evil. It must be kept inside the earth where they come from, never to be used as energy in cars, heating systems, or anything else. Oh, whoa, is Dr. Oh, as we burn fossil fuels, far, far worse is on the way. And I take zero satisfaction in knowing that this will be proven right too, with a certainty as a non-negotiable and merciless as the physics behind fossil fuels, global heating, Calmus writes, injecting as much fear rhetoric as he can to get his point across. Quote, instead, I only feel fury at those in power and bottomless grief for all that I love. We are losing Earth on our watch. The weather has been so warm lately. It's it is summer after all. You know, um, the Calmus fears the Amazon rainforest quote may already be past its tipping point. He also worries that the coral reefs quote will be gone from our planet by mid-century and possibly much earlier, given this surge in sea surface temperatures. Oh God, he says these are cosmic losses. This is what he's saying. I'm serious. Quote, these are cosmic losses, Calmus further whines. Quote, and as a father, I grieve for my children. I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause right there. Because you guys, you guys get the point. This is uh this is how they're targeting people, though. In all honesty. This is how they're targeting people. Right in the heartstring. Whoa. This is a cosmic tragedy, you know, like all oh, the heavens and the earth themselves shake and woe with misery at the idea of fossil fuels. I should never drive my car. Heaven forbid I need to work. Oh, God. <laughs> Imagine being a grown, like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm not a grown man. Imagine being a grown man like this. You expect people to take you seriously over here acting like this? Nominating this bozo in power, saying he needs to be around children. <laughs> Look at this guy. Look at this man. Man, you guys are a bunch of jokers and some clowns, and that's dangerous because you do have authority and you do have power. And I am reading your words. And while I may jest at your words, others may take what you're saying very serious, and that's scary. You've all seen the demonstrations, the protests that environmentalists have been doing. You've all seen those. It's going to get worse. These environmentalists are going to become eco-terrorists. You wait. You see, everything's got to escalate. The rhetoric's got to escalate. It's no longer a climate change or climate crisis. It's a climate emergency. We are global boiling over here, right? Like It's, it's, it's got to escalate. It's a cosmic tragedy. Okay, dude. Don't have a Mai Tai on the beach you think it's getting so bad, my guy. Truly insane. But this is how they want to get you with more lies and more deception. Check this out. New crypto linked to digital ID forces all users to scan their eyeballs using iris scanning technology. An article by Laura Harris of Natural News. They put this up August 8th. And I talked about this before in some, in some crypto Twitter spaces or some crypto X spaces. 
what like what the like the video i would I, let me scan this real quick and see if i can find the video i might just have to see if i can find it on twitter dude but here's a video going around of like a a, a a line wrapping around a building as you have NPCs, Simpos, and Bozoids sitting over there getting their eyes scanned. I had to tell this kid from the UK who was like, oh, there's no way you can onboard people into crypto with the way the environment looks like now. And I thought to myself, dude, have you not seen how people are literally scanning their eyeballs to to, to receive a, 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 a token? Like the crypto, crypt, when we start talking about cryptocurrency, like I've got a lot to say. Let's 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 stick on like the the politics aspect and the new world order aspect and the cashless society aspect, and how crypto allows people to be like willingly in socially engineered. Like I don't, I like you'll. This will make more sense the more time that we spend in crypto, bridging and merging and doing everything we're doing, but. There's a there's a lot that comes with this, but that should show you right then and there what these people's like intention is, saying give me your iris in order for you to have access to this this chain. It's not going to stop there, but that's that's what I'm saying. As they make us more weak and more feeble and more scared and more terrified, they give us technology. They lock us down. They say do this real quick. Oh, you're fearful. Focus all your energy over here. Oh, your money's going to hell in a handbasket? Stare into this chrome orb and we're going to give you some tokens, kid. <laughs> oh, you're worried about inflation? You're worried about all your, your your everything, right? You're worried about what's happening in the real world. You're worrying about war, inflation, shortages. Don't worry. Stare into this orb, kid. Let us scan your eyeballs. We'll send you some free money. You like free money, right? You remember COVID, right? You stay at home, right? You want some more free money? Just give me your eyeball. Stare into this thing, child. And just like that, they've copied your soul. They've copied whatever you give them. They got you forever now. And they've just linked your eye to blockchain. Let's read this real quick. It says that a new cryptocurrency linked to a digital ID is forcing users to scan their eyeballs for verification. The new WorldCoin, which was launched on July 24th, requires users to verify their identities through the, quote, Chrome orb. WorldCoin is another endeavor by OpenAI CEO Sam Altman, following the success of his initial ChatGPT artificial intelligence platform. According to the WorldCoin's developer tools for humanity, the optical verification technology is an essential measure in an era dominated by AI chatbots. It seeks to differentiate human users from AI-powered bots while establishing a global currency accessible to everyone. Altman and co-founder Alan Splania envision the world coin as the world ID system with a crypto-based universal basic income program through the world uh, through the WLD token. Eligible members in certain countries will gain immediate access to the latter upon successful registration and verification. WorldCoin's official website states its vision to allocate shares fairly to as many people as possible. Thus, the WLD token is distributed to people based on their, quote, uniqueness as human beings, even without any financial investment. This lines up the WorldCoin's goal to ensure global access to the currency, regardless of a person's economic status. Pause right there. It sounds so, oh, you know, it sounds so inclusive. Oh, 
we're going to make sure everybody gets some world coin. And guess what? We're going to tie it to how unique you are. That doesn't sound fun to me at all. Listen, that sounds to me just like the like, like, like reverse social credit score type crap. That's all that sounds like to me. Just You just dolled it up a little bit better. How did this not raise flags with people that it was made by the person that created ChatGPT? But that should tell you, again, how dis disillusioned people are, how lost they truly are, how much they cannot see, or how blind they want to become. And I think that might be the phrase to end this article on. The world coin iris scanning Chrome orb is symbolic of how blind the people want to be. Here, kid, let me just scan your eyeball right quick. I'll give you some money. That's where we are now. That's what people have evolved into. Let's move forward. Armed suspected cartel members seen entering Texas from Mexico escaped by border patrol. This is an article from Survive the News. I put this up August 8th. Let's read this real quick. It says that armed suspected cartel members were seen on camera entering Texas from Mexico on Saturday, but escaped captured by border patrol. The incursion follows several reported incidents of armed cartel members at the border including a smuggler carrying a rifle as he transported migrants across the Rio Grande last week in an armed group captured in June at the same location as those who recently escaped. Fox News reporter Bill McGuinn Milligan posted photos from Fronton, Texas, showing three suspected cartel members. New, per law enforcement source, a group of suspected cartel gunmen armed with rifles and body armor were seen on camera crossing illegally into Fronton, Texas area in the RGB Saturday night. Elite Border Patrol Portac agents were called out and searched the area, but found nobody. Mulligan pointed out a group of armed cartel members were arrested in June at the same location, quote, per Fed and Texas law enforcement sources, multiple times this week, suspected members of the Northeast cartel armed with rifles crossed into the U.S. in, front, in the front of Texas area. So just more of the invasion, just more, more confirmation of the invasion. Looks like there's a, a quick clip over here from Fox News. Let's take a let's take a look. Images of those cartel gunmen are startling, and a law enforcement source tells me it happened Saturday night down in the Rio Grande Valley. We'll get right into those images. Take a look. They show a group of suspected cartel gunmen captured on drawbridge cameras as they cross illegally into Fronton, Texas, a heavy cartel area with significant drug smuggling. You can see they are armed with rifles. Some of them are wearing body armor as they are moving through the brush. What you're looking at is the U.S. side of the border. I'm told elite Border Patrol BORTAC agents were called out to the area. They searched for these men, but were unable to find them. And this happened just days after an armed smuggler was seen here in Eagle Pass, where we are. Take a look at these images released by Texas DPS from one of their drones, again, showing an armed human smuggler who has a rifle guiding a group of illegal immigrants in the middle of the river here in Eagle Pass. They gave the GPS coordinates to Border Patrol. They tried going after this guy, but he was able to make it back to Mexico. You know what's what's wild to think about as I look at these clips, as I think about like what we just watched, 
these guys are going to be considered heroes in a couple of generations. These people who are coming across the border, like with the AR-15s and body armor, these guys are going to be considered heroes. With the way they're going to manipulate the propaganda in the future, these are heroes right here. Look at these. Look at these heroes. You know, what was that guy's? What was that kid's name? Kyle. Kyle. Kyle Rittenhouse, right? Look at this Cesar Milan, right? Look at this Kyle Rittenhouse. I don't know, what, what, what's a Mexican version of Kyle Rittenhouse? These kids, these people are gonna be considered heroes from, for bringing these people across illegally. I kid you not. I look at this, I see this, and I can see how they're gonna spin this, how they're gonna play this. These people are, are, are poor, broken, destitute, you know, running from violent situations. Look at them. They heroically made it here to America. Yeah, that's how this is going to play out in the next couple of years. You bet. Let's move forward. Restaurant that hosted kid-friendly drag show guarded by Antifa now leaving conservative area and relocating to liberal city. Now, the reason why I wanted to pull this off is because I thought this was this this latter part was very interesting. Guarded by Antifa, now leaving conservative area to relocate to liberal city. And I just got this idea of a, you know, escape from New York, escape from LA type situation where you have, like, look at this, look at these guys, black clad, rifles at the ready, guarding drag queen story time events. Let these people go to their own place. Like, let, let them congregate with one another. Let them be wicked, perverse, and degenerate with one another, and let them destroy themselves. Really. Yeah, here it is. Here it is. Stop abusing children. That's what they're shouting. Let's let's read this uh, this article and continue on. It says a bar and grill that hosted a raunchy drag queen show attended by young children is about to pack up and leave a conservative area of Texas and move to a quote extremely liberal city instead. And Blaze TV host Sarah Gonzalez may have been partly responsible. Don't care about that. It says a year ago, the Blaze reported that Anderson Distillery and Grill in Roanoke, Texas, near Fort Worth, had recently hosted a quote kid-friendly drag queen show. Dozens of armed Antifa members stood guard outside the establishment as men in feminine costumes and gaudy makeup danced about and accepted dollar bills from young children. There is also evidence of two men making out nearby. Gonzalez, who hosts the news and why it matters on Blaze TV, partnered with her producer Chris Cruz and independent journalist Taylor Hansen to capture footage of the event. Gonzalez, a proud Texan, also spared the word about the event on social media spread the word about the, the event on social media to alert the, quote, very conservative community of Roanoke that an area restaurant had sponsored such perversion. So I think you guys get it from there. But this is what's going on, you know, and shame on the parents. Shame on the parents for bringing the children to this. Shame on the parents for allowing their children around such perversion and wickedness. But we know what this is. This is just more of the separation, more of the wheats and the tares. More of them just showing their true colors. Right here, Ecuadorian right-wing presidential candidate Fernando Villavicencio assassinated at campaign rally. Says Ecuadorian right-wing presidential candidate Fernando Villavicencio 
was assassinated at a campaign rally on Wednesday. Fernando was reportedly shot in the head three times. A grenade was also found at the scene. Uh, your discretion is advised. We're gonna watch the clip. <laughs> What does this tweet say? That's insane. That's insane. We we have we have entered a time period where there will be political assassinations. Um as we have entered that time period. This is this is this is that time this is that timeline where we will literally see. Uh, presidential candidates assassinated, or we're going to see people killed for political reasons. Like we have entered into this 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 timeline. Timeline. Uh, check this out. Here's more evidence of it. Organized evil. Newly released documents reveal multiple FBI offices across the nation were colluding to target traditional Catholics as domestic terrorists. Yeah. So 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 presidential candidates being shot. Uh, Parents being labeled domestic terrorists, Catholics being labeled domestic terrorists. Let's read this quick article uh, by Jim Hoff of the Gateway Pundit. They put this up August 9th. It says, as Gateway Pundit reported in April, Christopher Ray's FBI is now infiltrating Catholic parishes. The FBI agents are engaging in outreach to Catholic leaders to spy on Americans practicing their Christian faith. This was a shocking revolution, a revelation. We already knew the FBI, DOJ, was targeting traditional Catholics from earlier reporting. Now, we had evidence they are infiltrating Catholic parishes. Christopher Ray's FBI sent out a memo warning agents of the dangerous, radical traditionalist Catholic ideology that was gaining popularity in the country. The memo was posted at Uncovered DC by former FBI Special Agent Kyle Serafin. Serafin last year was suspended indefinitely from the FBI without pay after stepping forward as a whistleblower and alleging that the FBI is trying to hide how many man hours they used on the J6 investigation. Serafin had worked at the FBI's Richmond office for six years. Chairman Jim Jordan of the House Judiciary Committee published the letter he wrote to FBI Christopher Wray in April. Christopher Wray should have been forced to resign and brought up on charges following the revelation, following this revelation the FBI was involved in. Oh man, let's see, is there a video? Let's see. Let's see if there's a video of Jim Jordan going after these people. There's not. There's not just just more uh, more documents. That's okay. This is this is just more evidence of what we already knew that you have a runaway government coming after people. We've got a couple more articles, and I'm going to wrap up the the transmission for you guys. Don't want to take too long right here for you guys. You know what? Let me before we start to wrap stuff up. I'm going to take a quick break. How about that? Let's take a quick break first. They will come back and because we've only got a couple more articles after that. We've only got a couple more articles after uh, after these few. And I don't want to rush through them to kind of make it a concise and orderly transmission. I'd like to kind of broach them, uh, approach them with grace, approach them with ease. So we're going to take a quick little break and then we'll come back. We're going to be closing out the show for you guys. 
hitting a few of the art, the, the, the final articles that we have. I'm going to be pointing you guys in the direction of how you can get access to more information and more of what we're doing and participating and engaging. Um, you know, and just like that, would you look at that? We're back at it. We didn't have to go anywhere, but we did. Some things have to happen in order for other things to take place, like this break right here. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be we're going to be getting into this and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction. We'll be here on Factions of Freedom. We'll be right back right after this. Salutations, my friends. I'm here to talk to you about, that's right, CBD oil. CBD oil can reduce the risk of relapse among alcohol and cocaine addicts, and you know they're trying to flood us with both. According to a 2013 study published in the British Journal of Clinical Pharmacology, 
CBD was proven to have these benefits, relieving pain and inflammation, having antipsychotic effects, reducing anxiety, helping to fight cancer, relieving nausea, treating seizures, lowering incidences of diabetes, and also promoting cardiovascular health. Realize that in 2014, Purdue Pharma received FDA approval for an opioid drug that claimed to help curb the opioid addiction. This will actually help you curb your usage of opioids as well as your reliance upon them. And remember, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Those lies and share truth. This is Rosera, Freedom Faction. Ow. That trailer made all of us a lot of money. Salutations, my friends, and welcome back. I'm your host, Noisera, Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer. And this is 1301. That trailer is like five years old and it's made, it's made, a, it, I think what I'm trying to say is like, it's made us more than money. I think because like, I never thought about monetizing the operation. I never thought about cashing in. I just, I, I learned about it. I learned that you could do that thing. I made that trailer five years ago and I can't tell you guys how many times I've showed that trailer as proof of work and how much better my skills have gotten not being here but like taking all the skills that I've learned being here and using them elsewhere. Like I'm a podcaster. There are people are all about Twitter spaces right now. I'm a podcaster. I'm a, I have a set amount of time, topics I'm trying to, to discuss, the, uh, a conversation I'm trying to have, a point I'm trying to get across. Twitter spaces, it's just like being in a call of duty lobby where everybody can say whatever they want. They just, it's all over the place. It, there's, a, there's a purpose to it. There's a point to it. But what I'm, what I'm trying to say is I've learned so much and reinforced so much from being here that we have a whole lot of cool stuff coming down the pipeline. That trailer, um, I, I look at that trailer and I get bullish. I look at our old post style. I get bullish. I get excited. I get fired up. I get stoked thinking about what I'm cooking over here for you guys, man. Because it, it, <laughs> it's... It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. Um, so yes, if you've made it this far, thank you. My crypto journey wouldn't have been the same without you guys, honestly, um, because of the New Leaf Naturals, because of everything that we, we, we really created here. My, I can't thank you guys enough, you know, for being contributors, for being listeners, for being participants in the show. I just, I, I, I appreciate doing this type of work. And when I look at New Leaf Naturals being one of like our longest supporters, one of our longest sponsors, and how much just having CBD has done for us. Uh, it's it's incredible. It's incredible. And I can tell you, we're, we're, we're going to be having a lot more stuff coming your guys' way. So thank you guys for your continued support. Thank you, New Leaf Naturals. And I'm just happy to be building for, for you guys. Happy to be deploying value to this much-deserving community. Let's go ahead and start getting into some of the final articles and posts for this transmission. And we'll go ahead and start wrapping things up so you guys can get back to your lives. Look at this right here. Colleges. Colleges are scrambling to chat GPT-proof classes. Some professors report dozens of cheating students. Of course. You know, one of the things I've been telling people about a lot lately you know, don't don't be an NPC in somebody else's chat GPT prompt. We 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 might already be in a chat GPT prompt. You know, um, 
should have said this earlier in the updates at the start of the show. One of the projects I've, I've worked very closely with in crypto is a metaverse project uh, over on Solana. It's called Dimension. And now Bitcoin has released its uh, metaverse standard called Bitmap. And so now you have a lot of people moving from one chain to another chain, uh, creating this composable interoperable metaverse discussion. I'll be having a whole separate series where I approach it, where I, where I, where I try to encapsulate all of my thoughts regarding the metaverse because I am involved in that. But the chat GPT plays a part in that as well. Uh, because again, the metaverse can be whatever you would like for it to be, but you don't, you, you, you do not want to be a NPC and an artificially intelligent script. Like you don't want to be a patsy of the devil. You understand? Like you don't want to get radicalized by the feds for doing something stupid. You don't want chat GPT to make you an NPC to where you're just playing out your script and you kill yourself. You get me? Let's read this quick article by Anders Hackstrom from Fox News. Over here at Signs of the Time, they put this up August 10th. It says, many professors are returning to paper-based exams to prevent AI abuse. College professors across the country are working fanatically to chat GPT-proof their assignments, as some educators report seeing dozens of students cheating with the tool. Some professors are planning to return to paper exams after years of conducting them digitally. Others are more drastic and plan to require students to show the draft history on their, on their essay assignments. Timothy Maine, a writing professor at Con what? Conestoga College in Canada, saw a sevenfold increase in the number of academic integrity issues he had to log in the most recent semester, rising from eight to 57. As a result, Maine is revamping his freshman writing course in an effort to prevent AI abuse. He plans to make the writing assignments more personalized to the students, in addition to making strict warnings about the use of AI. Others are more as drastic and plan to require students to show the draft history on their essay assignments. You know, I'm, I'm going to, I remember when they said, don't use WikiLeaks. I remember when they told us, don't use Google. I remember all this stuff. The sad part is, is because this is the agenda. Technology will move at a lot faster pace than academia. These teachers will have to get on board. They'll have to write a chat GPT prompt extension that can proofread these for AI influences. But see, what happens is whenever they ban it in this sense, well, how far off are they from just injecting the technology in them? We're not Luddites, but things have to be met with regulation and control. And if we keep allowing more and more things to progress without having any hindrance, well, then we're just in the passenger seat and we haven't let Jesus take the wheel. No, 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 no. We let the AI take the wheel and we have no idea where they're going to go because they can kill us and remove and move all of their data to another host body. We can't do that. We die. We die. We have to be very careful about the type of power we're messing with when it comes to AI and, again, abdicating our intelligence. I'm going to just start saying that when I say AI. Oh, you mean the abdication of intelligence? Okay, artificial intelligence? Because that's all it is. You're, you're, you're giving off your own intelligence. You're saying, I'm no longer cognizant. I'm not learning anything. I'm not smart. I'm not present. But this is what happens when you get enough mindless people together. Again, abdicating their intelligence, giving it over to this hive mind. Researcher hints at links between baby's microbiome and brain 
development, an article from Medical Express put out by the Public Library of Science, August 10th. As I mentioned earlier in the news blitz, why did we give babies the COVID-19 vaccine? They're still developing. Why are we exposing them to this? Well, because you want lifelong patients. Let's read this real quick. It says, in a small exploratory study, levels of certain types of micro microbes in babies' guts were shown to be associated with performance and tests of early cognitive development. Sebastian Hunter of the University of British Columbia, Canada, and colleagues present these findings in an open source in an open access journal, PLOS One, on August 9th of 2023. Mounting evidence has highlighted numerous ways in which the community of diverse microbes that naturally reside in the human gut, the microbiome is connected to the human health, including the brain health. This is why they say that your gut, like your physical gut, like your belly, that's your gut intuition, that's your second brain. You're supposed to trust it. If something's not right, make sure you're thinking with the right head. Several studies in, the, in animals and humans have hinted at connections between the microbiome and early life brain development but few have examined how differences in infants' microbiomes might be associated with differences in their emerging cognitive abilities. To help deepen understanding of these potential connections, Hunter and colleagues analyzed data from 56 infants aged four to six months. The infants had each completed at least one of three evaluations of various cognitive abilities, and the researchers evaluated their gut microbiomes biomes using fecal samples. They found that infants who succeeded at a test of social attention known as point and gaze, which measures the ability to share focus on an object with another person, tended to have higher amounts of microbes in the, uh, oh geez, in the acetinobacteria phylum, the genus Bifido, oh my gosh, Bifido, Bifido, Bifido <laughs> and the genus Agerthella. Mm-hmm and low amounts of microbes in the firm Mycetus phylum, the Hunt Hungalatella genus, and the Streptococcus genus. I knew some of those words. Meanwhile, electroencephalogram measurements of the infant's brain activity. Oh, geez. Meanwhile, electroencephalogram measurements of the infant's brain activity in response to hearing a steady heartbeat showed that patterns of activity linked to better rhythmic processing were associated with higher or lower levels of certain microtypes, as well as with levels of certain metabolic chemical reactions involving microbes that prior studies have linked to brain and spinal development. No links were found between the microbiome, microbiome and the measurements of blood flow in the, brain, in the infant's brain in response to hearing recordings of both forward and backward human speech. Overall, these findings are in line with the idea that the microbiome might influence early cognitive development, but more research is needed to confirm and clarify this role. I want to just kind of finish it right there. I could read a little bit more and give you guys a, the link to the, the study. But remember, remember towards the end of the pandemic, right, when Biden got in the office, basically what I'm trying to say is you guys remember the, ba- the breast milk shortage and how they purposely gave these mothers I lined it up perfectly with the nine months that it took for them to like give the vaccines to mothers and then how these mothers were unable to produce breast milk. And then all of a sudden we had a breast milk shortage. Did you see like the, this, the systematic destruction 
of the next generation to get them hooked on even more chemicals and things like this. This is the same type of thing. I, I, I had alluded to it earlier. I gave my child steak, bacon, grease, and all kinds of other stuff. Yes, that affected her, her microbiome, but you should hear this kid talk. She's, she's pushing 2,000 words. And when you look at her peers who don't even have any teeth, who are having a, a, a hard time speaking in multiple syllables, my kid doesn't have that issue. I'm trying to tell you that because I'm reading stuff like this and I'm doing all kinds of other stuff behind the scenes, making sure that kid gets iodine and all kinds of other good stuff in her. The point I'm trying to make behind this is we should not have given the COVID vaccine to children. We should be very mindful of what we're doing because these this is the next generation. They are developing very fast too, honestly, because they've, they've, they've come with the mission. But I just wanted to put this here in, in, in for posterity's sake so we could have it for just, just point it out type of thing. Let me move on. This comes from Alex Burns, Center for Unreported Truths. They put this up August 8th. It says, Italian researchers find COVID vaccine myocarditis relapses in teenage boys following apparently complete initial recovery. So like a dead cat bounce almost. Like, oh, you recovered from myocarditis? No, you didn't. You have it even worse. Two teenage boys who suffered heart inflammation following Pfizer's COVID jab and then seemed to recover had relapsed months earlier, Italian researchers have reported. Both teenagers showing evidence of heart damage from the recurrences, including high levels of protein from injured cardiac muscle. Scans show one boy had lesions in his heart wall and he needed nearly two weeks of hospitalization. The researchers could not determine why the boys suffered the relapses, which came eight to 12 months after the initial myocarditic episodes. They call for tighter monitoring of anyone diagnosed with mRNA-caused myocarditis and more research to determine if young people who suffered it might face severe future complications. Published in late May in the journal Vaccine X, yet the paper appears to be the first case report showing mRNA jabs can cause recurring myocarditis or inflammation of the heart. But public health authorities and the media, which since 2021 have played down cardiac side effects from mRNA shots, have ignored it. Myocarditis, ah, beepers. Myocarditis has many causes, including viral infection and mRNA COVID vaccination. It is often diagnosed when people go to the emergency room with chest pain, but can also occur without symptoms, causing people to have cardiac damage that is clear on heart scans or in blood tests, but does not cause pain whatsoever. I'm sure there's a little bit more about this, uh, but this is just horrible. I mean, you know, I didn't, we, we, we weren't on the air to really talk about LeBron's James son, Bronny, suffering his cardiac event. But I mean, here we are just normalizing it, normalizing heart attacks in children. Like this is, this is it. This is, this is, we, years of human evolution have, have, have come to this, where children who were just born have failing hearts and nobody wants to ask why in God's name this is happening and what we can do to stop it. Here's a little bit of a doom break and some silliness for you guys. Good Lord. Uh, Kristen Gillibrand wants to know the truth about aliens. And that's right. U.S. Senator Kristen Gillibrand defense service members who spoke out about UFOs and aliens. Now, I can't wait to actually get a real discussion going about UFOs, about aliens. We still have seven episodes of the Paranormal Perspective. 
would love to start that back up and have this discussion with people as well. When I see these, these when I see these types, when I see politicians shilling, trying to get attention, talking about aliens, it's just a, it's a red meat story. You know, it's just, it's garbage. It's a joke. These guys are jokes. But, you know, that's, that's what's coming up next, right? They scared the bejeepers out of you with COVID-19. They're getting you ready to lock yourself down because it's too hot outside. And up next is the, the aliens. It's crazy how you've, you've, you've been radicalized, traumatized, demoralized, and now you're being, like, hypnotized all at the same time. Like, like bum, 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 bum. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, well, this, this, is, this is just a doom break, really. There's, 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 I could get into this, but it's, it's really not for that. This is just to stop the regular flow of stuff to say, this is, this is what's going on. These same people that lied to you about COVID-19 are now talking to you about aliens. Terrified Peruvian villagers claim they are under attack from seven foot tall aliens dubbed face peelers as they plead with authorities to send backup. This looks interesting. And I didn't, again, I wasn't on the air whenever that, uh, that, that apparent UFO got shot down uh, somewhere in Florida, but there was some interesting stuff coming out about that. So these are the type of stories I like to look at when it comes to aliens, not U.S. senators trying to remain relevant. I'm good. Let's read a little bit of this. Let's read, let's read. And it says that uh, terrified villagers in a rural Peruvian district have claimed they have now come under attack by seven-foot-tall aliens they have dubbed Los Pelacaras, or the Face Peelers. Members of the Iquitu tribe uh, from, San, from the San Antonio native community have reported mysterious figures and dark-colored hoods attacking the villagers who live in the rural district of Alto Nene, northeast of Lima, Peru. After one such attack, a 15-year-old girl had to be taken to the hospital. According to the community leader, Iro, oh my gosh, Retabui Levila, a teenager narrowly escaped, but as a result of the struggle, they cut part of her neck. Now, according to local media, members of the community are conducting night patrols to protect women, children, and the more vulnerable villagers, and have called on the authorities to send in the military. Some community members said they can't sleep because they are in fear. Locals described the extraterrestrials of having large heads and yellowish eyes and said the mysterious figures are immune to their hunting weapons. They claim they have attacked them every night for nearly a month since July 11th. Latina Noticia, a Peruvian news outlet, quoted Davila as saying he had come face to face with one of the so-called aliens. We have met almost face to face. His face is hardly visible. I have seen his whole body floating at the height of one meter, he said, suggesting that the being was hovering. Interesting. The group has now requested a military presence from the authorities. However, it was reportedly takes a 10 hour river trip to reach the community from Iquito City. We need support for our community. The children do not sleep and the mothers stay up all night, Avila said. They appear to be armored. I shot one of them twice and he wasn't injured. He rose and disappeared. We're very frightened about what's happening here in our community. He added, their shoes are round shaped which they used to float. Their heads are long, they wear a mask, and their eyes are yellowish. They are experts at escaping. 
these are the UFO stories I like to hear. Oh, wow. And that about wraps it up. Wow. Just just like that, that, that about wraps it up. Huh? Again, I told you, I didn't really have this fully, you know, fully scaled out to feature length long transmission. This is me just jumping back in saying, hello, turning on the microphone. Is anybody there? I understand if you're not. I'll still be here talking to myself. So no, that, that was it. We, we finished it talking about per, seven foot tall Peruvian aliens known as the face peelers. Isn't that wow? Isn't that something? But isn't that where we're going? We're just getting started. You know, again, because this has been just such a roller coaster of a, of a show, uh, a booster pack type episode where we're just pulling card after card after card of just surprises. Uh, there's no real format to it. This was me simply, like I said before, turning on the microphone, checking in with you guys. And we'll be here again next week as well. Same time. Uh, hopefully I'll have a little bit more information for you guys regarding um, regarding Fellowship and Freedom, a Sunday show. Uh, more exclusive members building up the treasury. Uh, people stepping up and beginning to talk about what they would like to do as a team. Um, you know, and just a, a better, longer show or a more full show with more content. There's a lot of different things ahead of us. Getting some guests on. Uh, I've got a, I've got a couple phone calls. I need to make a couple things I need to do. But this is me just trying to again dust the cobwebs off, get back into a good groove, continue this conversation, nurture this relationship that we have, and keep showing up. Because I'm telling you, like this was, I. I our last show was June 6, 2022. This was the longest seasonal break ever, but it was so needed. I, I, I needed a year so I could go at least another more another decade. <laughs> I needed some time so I could get even more refocused. And I think what, what I'm excited about coming back is not necessarily like the rebranding, but you know, talking about talking about building like. I describe factions of freedom as a, as, a, as a weapon system that we created to fit the needs at those times. I mean, we're talking about trailers that we made five years ago, team. That's how long we've been operating, how long we've been building, how long we've been fighting. We didn't really have enough time to think or take a break or re-strategize or refocus. Uh, but that time is up and now we're back in it and now we're going back after it. And I cannot tell you how excited I am. So if you're listening to this, thank you. I thank you now and I thank you in the future. And I pray for your forgiveness. And I also pray for your understanding. And I also pray to the Lord every single night for more and more clarity and more and more wisdom. But that's going to do it for me, ladies and gentlemen. I know. It was a little bit of a little bit of a rocky ride. A little bit all over the place, but for good reason. You know, we will get back to form. We will get back to our routine. We will get back to doing what we're known for. But for now, these earlier episodes, this is us just getting into the groove of things. So that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. As well, make sure you check out the Discord. 
There's going to be a lot more stuff taking place over in the Discord than there is on Telegram. I'm going to be funneling in people left and right from there. Some there's and, and the, the again the beautiful part about this is I get to bring my community online. I get to bring my community, my history, my people with me into the future, and I, I'm just excited to show you guys. So if you're listening to this, jump into the Discord, start asking questions. And if you don't care for that, I'll see you next week. Pay attention to the updates. Pay attention to the Twitter. Pay attention to the Telegram. Pay attention to what we're doing. Um, and remember, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noizera, Freedom Faction, out. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.